What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of My Social Life. Today is a takeaways episode. And if you're new here, the takeaways episode is where I just sit down one-on-one and I talk to you guys about the most recent episode of the podcast. We talk about some key points, some key takeaways, hence the name of the episode. And it just gives me a chance to talk to you guys one-on-one because I don't really get that opportunity when I'm doing the podcast. I really try to talk pretty much as little as I possibly can in those um, because I really want it to be about about the guest. I don't want to dominate the conversation. I just kind of want to give them the platform to talk to you guys about their experiences on social media and stuff like that. Um, one little thing, uh, housekeeping, before two things, two housekeeping things before we start this podcast. First one being my goal with this episode, this episode of takeaways is to cut down my amount of ums. I just heard myself say it again and I remember that was a thing I did last time. So goal for today is to try and say um as little as possible. Second thing, If you haven't listened to the episode with Jason Estefanis, episode 13 of My Social Life, go and listen to that one first before you listen to this one because this episode is about the last episode. So definitely go and check that out uh, because with the episode before that, episode 12 with Nicholas Maringer, the takeaways episode had more downloads than the actual episode with Nicholas Maringer. So if you're one of the people that are listening to these takeaways and haven't actually listened to the podcast that, the, that this episode is about, go and listen to that one first. I think they still make a somewhat, they make somewhat sense even if you haven't, but it's just that much better if you have listened to it. So definitely go check out episode 13 with Jason Estefanis. Uh, but let's just jump into some key takeaways from this episode. Uh, the, obviously, the number one takeaway is your network is your net worth. That is the thing that Jason said or said to that effect multiple times throughout our hour conversation. And I think that's very, very true. Uh, so I'm, you've, heard, it's, you've heard the saying, it's not who you know, or sorry, it's not what you know, but it's who you know. And that's very, very true. So I'm also a very big believer or subscriber to the belief that you are the product of the five people you associate with the most. And that's like your direct network. And for those of you that don't really, don't really get what I'm saying there is that you become the people you're with. So if you're with a lot of lazy people that aren't driven, they aren't motivated, they don't really care, you're more than likely going to kind of fall into that that train of thought. Whereas if you surround yourself with five, maybe even three, like depending on how big your circle is, could be 10. Um, if you surround yourself with people that are driven and motivated and goal-oriented and they want to do something, you're more likely to subscribe to that train of thought than another train of thought. So that's something I've been act, not actively trying, I'm not actively trying to like make friends, but I've been actively trying to surround myself with people that are like-minded to me, other people that are driven and have goals and they're like goal-oriented and they want to do big things just because it's going to help me with my, with my motivation, my determination by surrounding myself with other people and not like, and an important thing with that is not to become jealous of the successes of your friends and other people around you. You should be supporting, supporting everybody around you. And in this, this age that we're in now, the internet age, there's so much out there that we can all win. It's not like one person can win and that's it. There's enough abundance in the market for whatever you want to do that everybody can win. So that's something I just very wanted to make very clear is definitely don't be jealous of the people in your circle. If you're, if you're trying to make your circle people that are also hustling and grinding, like definitely just lift each other up and don't try to tear each other down. 
I'm a big fan of Gary Vaynerchuk. If you weren't, if you weren't aware, and his thing is, I want to build the biggest building by building the biggest building, not by building an average building and tearing other people's buildings down. So I think that's a good, a good mindset, good mindset to have. And coming back to the importance of your network, you just never know. Like, try do, don't burn a bridge if you don't have to. Like, you never know where someone's going to end up and what's going, how it's what it's going to lead to. So, always foster your network, foster your relationships, keep people close, and don't do it like just for selfish reasons. Oh, maybe one day this person is going to benefit me. Like, just be a good person, and good things are going to happen to you in the end. Nice guys don't always finish last. That's bullshit. But. One other thing with networking is when I asked Jason about it, when I asked him for tips on networking, I was just expecting like different things, like how do you approach strangers and stuff like that. But what he said kind of caught me off guard was comment on people's pictures, swipe up on their stories, send them messages. And I just wasn't even thinking that networking could be digital, which is I just weird that I don't, that I didn't think that way. But when I think networking, I think a bunch of people in a room and you got to go up and talk to someone you've never met before and introduce yourself and Jason completely flipped it on his head and talked about it in, in a digital sense. And that, that actually made, that made a lot of sense. Like I said, I couldn't believe I hadn't thought of it in that way before, but he did. And that just, yeah, it just made a lot of sense. Like just engaging with people on social media. Like I, there's people that I've been talking to on social media that I feel like I know, and I've never actually met them. Like there's a podcast guest that's going to be coming up here and probably uh two three episodes that's coming up but we haven't recorded yet but we've been talking probably for a good month now trying to set some time up and going back and forth and like comment like messaging each other emailing stuff like that and we actually met at an event a week and a half ago now but it felt like we'd known each other already even though we'd never met before it felt like i was just talking to someone i already knew so even if you're not if you're not meeting that person in in real life messaging them communicating with them over social media helps. That is a form of networking 100%. Jason was completely right when he said that. And I know I'm saying this and you're all thinking of someone that you've never met that you've connected with online, whether it be Instagram or Twitter or whatever it may be, but you feel like you know that person already, even though you never actually have, like maybe you gas each other up on your pictures or something like that. Or you guys DM, you know, the person that you feel like, you know, that you've never actually met. And that's very true. So that's something that I think you should be cognizant of on social media is to keep in touch with people via digital means. Cause that is also a form of networking and the same way that that person that you've never met in real life, but no on Instagram feels uh, the way, same way that it feels like, you know, them, it feels like they know you to them. So always like Jason said, keep that line of communication open. Even if it's just a quick message here and there, like congratulating them if they get a promotion or something like that, like, and never make it, never be selfish with it. Just do it to be a good person. Like I said, karma, like, Gary, sorry, Gary V says karma is practical. And like I was saying, just being a good person is always the right decision. And another thing that in the terms of when I think of karma is practical from that episode is just do your own thing. Like when, when I, I guess there's not really much of a tie to karma being practical, but Jason, just for a very brief point in the episode kind of went on just a quick little thing about he, he's almost a little self-conscious of some of like the way he looks from time to time, but he's saying that there's really no reason to feel that way. Like if you're not someone's type, you're someone else's type, you're always someone's type. And I just think that was pretty profound and kind of caught me off guard, but definitely don't, yeah, don't care what people think, do your own thing. And if people think it's stupid, well, whatever, like then if you have back to the keeping a good circle and you're a product of the five people you associate with the most, if the five people that you associate with the most think that something you're going for is stupid or something you're trying to do is stupid, that maybe it's time to reevaluate your circle. 
like I said, you should always kind of lift each other up and like be stoked when you're, when your friends accomplish something, you shouldn't be jealous. And also to that effect, you shouldn't be shitting on someone. Sorry, that not the nicest way to put that, but you shouldn't be trying to tear someone down if they're doing something. And if you have people in your friend group, so that are kind of making fun of you and kind of tearing you down, then like I said, maybe it's time to reevaluate. Like just an example, if you're trying to be, if you're trying to vlog on YouTube, if you're trying to hold a camera and talk to a camera and your friends think it's stupid and they're making fun of you and you're telling you, you look dumb, like fuck those people. You don't need those people in your life. Like you can, you can definitely do what you want to do. Don't care what other people think. And if, especially the people that are closest to you, are kind of the people that are making you feel this way, feeling unsure about yourself, then like I said, look for new people. And that might be daunting. Like I, I've referenced Gary Vee multiple times and this just because some of the stuff he says is some, a lot of the stuff that he says is just resonates with me. I know he's not for everybody, but it just works for me. And he says, maybe it's time to drop that, drop that one loser friend and replace them with a better friend. And that doesn't mean like breaking up with your friend and never talking to that friend again, but just maybe you hang out with that person four times a week and hang out with them once a week now and try to make, make friends and network with other like-minded individuals. That's just my kind of rant on friends, not supporting you. Like a real friend will support you, but that doesn't mean like a real friend will support you, but they can still give you tough love and tough love and like real, not tough love, but like criticism and like helpful criticism is different than just making fun of you. I want to make that distinction that if someone is critiquing what you're doing, maybe you don't want to hear it, but if they're being constructive with their criticism and they're not just making fun of you, that is completely different than just thinking you're dumb if you're trying to vlog or something like that. But I digress. I feel like I got a little aggressive there. The next thing I want to talk about was uh, the Elijah Woods, Elijah Woods and Jamie Fine, how he's their personal stylist. I didn't know that going in. I knew that Jason knew uh, Jamie Fine because I'd seen on their Instagram stories from time to time, like she posted some stuff of him and he posted some stuff of her. And I didn't realize that he was actually their personal stylist, which is, which is pretty cool. And looking back on this episode, I kind of wish I'd pushed more and talked to him more about being a personal stylist. I feel like that's something that I kind of just caught caught me off guard and I was like oh wow that's pretty sweet and kind of moved on really quickly whereas I should have kind of pressed more into it like what is what how does he style like what goes into it like I really have no idea and I think that kind of falls into I think I've talked about it on here before how I structure my interview before I even go into it like I know I have my transition sentences and everything like I have the flow of the interview all done and that wasn't really structured in there. So I don't know if it was a, it was a combination of me not knowing anything about personal styling and not having it structured in my interview. So that's just something I listening back to this episode. I realized I should have gone and dove deeper into, but this is something to know for next time. Like I know I'm not going to have a situation again where Jamie fine and Elijah Woods personal stylist just randomly surprises me on the podcast, but just similar situations where something I'm not expecting to come up comes up. I really need to dive more into it. And that is just something that that's an example of something where I should have pushed and pressed a little bit deeper, but it's still pretty cool that he was their personal stylist. And he's just, I get it. Like he, he's very like, if you go through his Instagram, he's a very fashionable dude. Like he knows, he definitely knows his stuff. And speaking of knowing his stuff and going through his Instagram photo shoots, I want to talk about that. That's come up multiple times throughout the podcast, uh, podcast history, all 13 episodes so far, but going out with multiple outfits and doing a photo shoot, a quote unquote photo shoot. Like it's just you and a couple friends going around taking photos of different spots and different outfits just to get bulk Instagram content. And I definitely think, or I don't even think, I know that's a good strategy. That's something I need to do with my personal Instagram and I haven't done 
yet. I've just been so busy and my main focus has been this podcast that I haven't really taken the time to go out and do photo shoots and take photos and stuff. Like I found, I have a list of people in my, in my phone that I want to go and shoot with. And I also do photography stuff. So it wouldn't just be photo shoot of me. Like it would be a photo shoot of me plus learning from other photographers and taking photos with other photographers. But I have a list of like seven photographers in my phone that I've been meaning to go out and shoot with that I want to go out and shoot with. I've just been so busy with work and the podcast that I haven't found time, but that's definitely something I should aim to do over the Christmas break. Something I was thinking about too is with Instagram and the way the algorithm works and not everybody's seeing your photo, what I was debating on, this is completely separate. This is just me going off on a tangent, but I kind of also want to provide some value and not just talk about the podcast. Like if I see opportunities to provide value in these takeaway episodes, I will. What I want to do is because when you post on Instagram, the way the algorithm works, not everybody sees your post when you post it. And cause we're like, you know, you have however many followers and you get more people seeing your stories than your, than liking your posts. And it's like, why isn't everybody liking my post and whatever. But I'm thinking when I go and do these photo shoots, cause you're gonna get so many photos. Like if we take like 50 photos at one location with the same outfit on, it's like, okay, there's some pretty good photos in here. Like when you have to pick just one, what I'm debating doing when I finally do a photo shoot with somebody is take one location with the same outfit and three photos and making it three posts for that week. So the same week will be the same location, the same uh, same outfit with different photos. So kind of your Instagram has like a theme, like each three posts is going to be the same. It's going to be consistent with each three posts and it's different every single time that you post a new photo. And that way you can get more out of your, more out of your shoot and you get more content for your Instagram. Cause imagine if you go to, let's say you go to four different locations, you get a bunch of photos and then you use four, four photos. If you post more than once a week, like the most that those four locations are going to last you. If you're using one photo per location is two weeks. Whereas if you stretch it out and you take the three best photos and post them to your Instagram throughout the week, that gives you at least, at least four weeks of content at three, three photos a week instead of one photo a week for four weeks. So that's just kind of my thought and where that comes in is with the algorithm. Not everybody sees your photo every single time. And sorry about that bump. I just hit the mic. I talk with my hands, but not everybody sees your post when you post it the way the algorithm works. And then that allows you to test and put more content out there and see what's engaged better at more times. So that's my advice to you. If you're going to do a photo shoot, definitely stretch it out as much as you can post three photos from that location with that outfit on, or if you're not comfortable with this being like very similar photos, post three photos from the same location, but maybe change your outfit or maybe take a photo of that location without you in it. Like that, that, that kind of speaks to me because I also do photography on my own. So if you're also a photographer, you can take photos and the location of the location, take some artsy shots there that aren't just you. But that's just kind of my thought on photo shoots. Stretch the content out as much as you can. Use it as a way to test and learn when you should be posting and how you should be posting your content. Maybe with one photo, test out long captions, do short captions, test out with hashtags, without hashtags. Maybe use 10 hashtags instead of the full 30. Like it'll just allow you to get more content out there and test more and more and allow more people to see your content. So that's kind of my, my thought process on the photo shoot is just make your photo shoots last as long as they possibly can. Anyways, guys, that pretty much wraps up this episode of takeaways. Let me know what you're thinking. If I provided any value at all in this, if these are, these are worth it or not, I'm, I'm still going back and forth with these. I like me talking to you guys one-on-one, but I, I feel like 
sometimes these aren't as structured. Maybe I need to structure them a little bit more. But anyways, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Let me know what you think. You can follow me on Instagram at, at the Jacob Kelly. You can follow the podcast at, at my social pod. If you screenshot this episode and tag us in your story at, at my social pod, I will share it. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of the podcast, everybody. We'll talk soon.